Hello, welcome to the Overflow Podcast. We have our very first House of Miracles edition of the Overflow Podcast. We've got some special guests. I'll start with Pastor Vernon. Hey, Pastor Vernon. Hey, y'all. And then we have Gina Michelle Kochi. Welcome, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. We're very happy that you're here. Uh, first, I just have to say thank you so much for sharing your story. So powerful uh, on Sunday. Um, I've I've heard it several times now because I was in the room when it happened. Um, we did. We had a couple of rough cuts that uh, Greg sent us, and then watched it twice on Sunday. Every time there were tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I just uh, praise the Lord for your story and what he's done in your life, what he's continuing to work out in your life, I think is a beautiful thing. And um, all the more beautiful that we get to know it and sharing it with you because you're so brave and willing to share your story. We were kind of, you know, talking about um, stories in general. It can be really hard to reach back into dark times in your life. Yeah. And, um, and just remember those things. There is a part of us that I think we want to bury it down or also just acknowledge like the Lord has redeemed that. I don't really mm. need to dig that back up or anything mm. like that. However, there is power in sharing our testimony, yeah. um, you know, to give people hope, to sh- display the power and the glory of the Lord. And so um, I don't know if you guys have felt any of that, um, but, you know, even just on behalf of uh, everyone who shared, I also my husband did share, and I think we experience, we're experiencing that too. It can mm-hmm. be hard emotionally, mentally to dig back into those some, some of those tough areas, um, but it also keeps us leaning on and resting in what God has done mm-hmm. and being able to say, oh, yeah. no, I know you did this. I know yes. you put this back together. Yes. Um, so mm-hmm. again, thank you guys so much. Your story came to us, so we were kind of sharing um, in the podcast, we're kind of sharing how we even knew about your story or heard about your story, because as these stories unfolded and um, you know, we started talking about these miracles within our church. Vernon, this was every single time we talked about any story. He was like the coaches, the coaches, <laughs> the coaches. I mean, he just he he's obviously mm-hmm. been um, he's had kind of a front row seat to um, the miracle yeah, that God has yes. worked in your life and yeah. marriage mm-hmm. and, and knows all the inner workings of the details, which is right. um, a really sweet thing that mm-hmm. you've walked so closely with them too, Vernon. Um, mm-hmm. So. All of that. I'm going to stop talking. I want you guys to talk. <laughs> but I do want to ask, tell us a little bit about yourselves, how you came to New River. Um, like, yeah, all the, all the little things sure. that led you here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go first since I was, um, I've been here longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so New River for me began, um, gosh, it's been maybe four years ago. I think more. so. I think and um, so on year two, uh, obviously you all know that, you know, we were divorced for um, separate one year, divorce three. But on year two, I um, uh, moved to the lake mm-hmm. down down here. And I got a place here. And um, so I was yearning for um, fellowship and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, just communion of God's house. And, and uh, God led me through prayer here. And uh, I immediately, uh, back then, I remember uh, Vernon and I had some similar, you know, heartache mm-hmm. uh, uh, experiences um, and uh, and so we connected right away mm-hmm. and um, I started going here and that's where it began yeah um, and obviously four years later now Michelle's here yeah <laughs> Amen. I, I started coming probably like a year ago yeah, mm-hmm. yeah when we got yeah like when together. we were in the dating phase <laughs> I <laughs> love it so much I love that. Yeah. So your miracle is um, this working miracle that the Lord 
put you guys back together. Um, put your marriage back together has brought restoration to your marriage, yes. your home, all oh, those different yes. things. Um, and so anybody who heard the story, if you are listening and you haven't heard the story, you can go back and look at that on our website. Um, and we'll be sharing it again on social media this mm-hmm. week. But um, yeah, so I'd like to know either leading up to um, when you guys got separated and divorced, where do you feel like you were spiritually? Like, what was your relationship with God like all throughout? Um, You can even start back with, you know, just the start of your relationship with God from the time that you knew God, knew about God, experienced salvation. What was it kind of like leading up to the miracle is kind of a picture I'd like to paint for people, if possible. (laughs) Up to the miracle or up to the divorce? Up to, oh, well, either, yeah, either, basically the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know for me, um, him and I, we were teenagers when we started dating. And, How old are you? Uh, I was 17 and uh-huh. he was 19. Yeah. And then we started going to, um, it was like a kind charismatic of charismatic church. church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got saved. I was 19 when I got saved wow. and got baptized in the ocean in Florida wow. right after that. And um, we always, I mean, we were at, even as teenagers, at Bible study Friday night, church yeah. on Sunday. We were part of groups of, you know, people our own age, yeah. always in the house of the Lord, always. Mm-hmm. Led, um, led marriage groups. Led marriage, wow. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. our kids were brought up in church, in private Christian school. Yeah. Um, sadly, when it started getting bad in our marriage, we were both serving in the church. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we were serving great and mm-hmm. happy and then we get home and want to tear each other's heads off wow. you know and we we it was like almost like two sides mm-hmm. like we would you know do our thing in the church we loved the lord we knew you know we we i would say i had a great relationship with the lord i, I do you feel like you had a great relationship i did i mean mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean we we yeah we did on our own i guess you could say but then him and I stopped praying together. Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't pray together at home. Mm-hmm. We, um, it was like two different worlds, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. Now with our kids, it was different. With our kids, the, it was all about the Lord, mm-hmm. and we had them, you know, in school and learning Bible verses and stuff. And but both like, of us poured, yeah, into our children. Yeah, into our children. But we neglected each other. Mm-hmm. And I remember at times thinking, "Wow, we're here serving at church, and you know." showing other people about Jesus, but yet when we're home alone together, we're at each other. Wow. You know, so it was really unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and, and a lot of that is, um, you know, Sally and Vernon, it's immaturity, you know. Um, you, you know, you're you're trying to walk a Christian life, but, you know, and you have the upbringing that, um, you know, you're trying to follow from your parents, which both of us didn't have really good role models. Mm-hmm. Um and and the way we spoke and handled things, mm-hmm. the, the it 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 was probably looking back, uh, very mature in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and and so you know the common. I once had a pastor say, um, you know, uh, offenses are normal in life. Everything's going to mm-hmm. be offense that mm-hmm. crosses your door. But if you allow it to to offend you, then that's a decision mm-hmm. that you make. And and. And then it becomes, you know, you're offended. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, it built over time. Wow. There were some things in our lives that married couples go through, um, um, such as um, conflict. Yeah. Uh, and and the way handled, I guess, we were just on opposite sides instead of pulling on the same side. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was years, years of that. And all we did was dive in our kids, mm-hmm. into our kids, um, and and 
as long as they were happy, our happiness was found in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could we can do things as a family, and just the little aggravations and the little things just continued, just going into a dungeon or a well of bitterness. And I want to say that it might sound like, well, you guys don't, you know, because there were bigger problems that we'll, I'll, we'll get yeah, into. Yeah. That later you might say, well, that that's very common. It's common, but it's very deceptive. Yes. If and it, and if you let the little darkness in your heart, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's um, uh, seeking counseling in the wrong area uh-huh. uh, and, and pouring yourself into, you know, ear candy uh-huh. from an improper relationship, which I found myself uh-huh. in later on, and uh, which only makes it worse yeah. because this, the, what you want to hear from your spouse, God's given gift mm-hmm. is so important, the encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was working feverishly. I was providing the best I knew how, doing tremendous job better than my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was thinking it's victory. Others saw it. I was doing well in, in the workplace and yeah. climbing the corporate ladder. Um, and the very thing that I wanted to hear, the endorsement, the, the appreciation, it was so far from yeah. my ear, and that was from Michelle. Yeah. And, you know, I, I didn't really put all that together until now mature and, and God's blessing all over our lives yeah. and, and see where you, you fell. Well, we were on two different. I was, home, you know, stay-at-home mom, yeah. taking mm-hmm. care of the kids, mm-hmm. doing everything for my children, mm-hmm. and I loved that. Yeah. It was such mm-hmm. a blessing. Wouldn't changed it for anything. Yeah. Um, very involved in their school activities. And so I was pouring everything into my kids. Yeah. He started to feel very neglected yeah. and would communicate to me in a, in a way that maybe I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't talking love language. That's for sure. We weren't talking love language And um, so I was pouring into them. He was pouring into his job, mm-hmm. going up the ladder of success. Um, we both felt neglected in, in certain ways, mm-hmm. you know, and then that caused bitterness. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but but I'm as I'm at fault for not making her feel secure, mm-hmm. loved when she was. Here mm-hmm. I am. I love you, but does it do, do I show you to make you feel that way? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And so what is it? Love is a verb. So mm-hmm. it, it was just um, we were and, just going separate. Yeah, we truly, mm-hmm. we're going. Even though we love the Lord and should have been going together towards uh-huh. the, you know, we were going. This way, yeah. I had my relationship with God. He had his relationship mm-hmm. with God. When we were together, it was about the kids. Mm-hmm. And he and I just kind of weren't. You know, in, in the public place, you just no mask it. Us. Yeah. There was no more us. There was no more us, you know. Yeah. And then what, what does the devil want to do with your sin? Oh, yeah. Cover, hide yeah. it. And, and it, you know, I'd be leading this group and uh, or uh, usher coordinator or whatever. You are doing uh, ministry, and everybody thought we were just the perfect couple. But, mm-hmm. you know, behind the scene, it was masked, and that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so dangerous. As you're talking about it, I wonder how many people are finding themselves yeah. there. It's almost yeah. like, hopefully, but, you know, we're starting this conversation right now. There's already a sigh of relief for people being like, okay, so I'm not alone. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. like, we do all the things. We do all the church things. We're at every Bible study. We serve all the time. Mm. Um, but it is funny how you can be around the things of God um, and even feel like you're doing the right thing yes. for the Lord. But still, in a sneaky way, the enemy gets his voice in yeah. and you mm. makes lies look so mm. true and mm. believable and 
or what it makes you feel like you have a firm foundation to either act or react the way that you're acting. And mm-hmm. you feel like, no, th- no, this is right. And mm-hmm. I have the right, right to say this or I have the right to act this Absolutely. way. Right. And, and so I, I hope already people who are listening are like, okay, so they were in the same boat that I'm in. Amen. Now tell me what happened. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do yeah. you fix it? Because it is tricky. It's the trickiest thing in the world. You know, you got to, and that's great. Uh, you, you said it exactly the way we've lived it yeah you know and yeah. you, you really have to you have to be careful of of you know we're not going to get into all the details because we really don't have to um but don't think for a minute that we just had these little subtle arguments and this yeah years of walking through this mm. and and there were blatant times where that we just gave up mm. we we literally didn't care so when you pose an argument you want to right, wrong, or indifferent, you want to your case to be known because you care enough, mm-hmm. right? And that, that's a that's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I get in an argument with Michelle, and I, I'm right, but I care enough for her to, to know that I'm right, that yeah. I, how I feel. Yeah. You get to the point where you don't even care. Mm. It's not even worth her time or my time. Wow. So dangerous. Yeah. So And that's over. That's, that's where we were. That's yeah. offense, we just... offense, offense, offense couldn't get the kids would be you couldn't you, we can't have one dinner without you arguing mm-hmm. i mean it was just we couldn't see like what you know black from white or, or white you know you know, we couldn't be on the same page anywhere yeah. and um and it didn't happen overnight but over years there was th- the last three years leading up to our uh divorce it was the worst we mm-hmm. were two different lives in the same house wow two different beds two different everything and mm-hmm. um and it, we both felt lonely, mm. deprived in every way, mm-hmm. um, and so um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't good. And then then I, I'll I'll deep a little bit, you know, step a little bit more. And mm. men out there, let me tell you something: we we want affirmation. We want all we want is, you know, you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best job, but just. You're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that for years and years, and you're doing everything you can under God's order, right? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to do, um, and and you know you have a wife that's doing everything she's doing, but everything but you, right? Um, there will be the Satan will throw somebody mm-hmm. out there, and they will give you that ear candy and mm-hmm. make you feel like, wait, you are special. Mm-hmm. Now, the... Uh, a physical affair was not mm-hmm. what happened during our our um, you know our, our demise, but emotionally, yeah, yeah there was connections made, mm-hmm. and they that is very very dangerous very, mm-hmm. because yeah. what it does is it gives you more more courage mm-hmm. to say you know what it's her mm-hmm. because everybody else sees wow. me differently, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and that is the deception. That yeah. is a mm-hmm. huge deception because. God sees us the the way he's and that's mm-hmm. what we need to dive into. Mm-hmm. You you need to know what God sees you and it won't you won't need wow. affirmation yeah. anywhere else. And yeah. and there was you know so that gave even more fuel mm-hmm. and more strength because you know I came from a fan, you, there was there was never a thought of divorce. Yeah. Even in our worst. No, we're not we'll just muscle it out. Yeah. And you just do what you do. You're a Christian that it's unacceptable. Yeah. But you you um you you walk in that area and all of a sudden you get turned up to, upside down mm-hmm. quickly. So um and and 
let's talk about the miracle. Yeah, let's talk about the miracle. <laughs> I, I just, because, you know, I felt on my heart that there might be yes. guys out there that are like, you know what, I, you know, I'm special on this, I'm uh-huh. here in this way. Go to what God sees you. Amen. Yeah. That's powerful. Go to what it God is. sees you. It don't, is. Mm. don't don't look in other places. No. Yes. Don't no, because the grass is not greener. It's deception, yeah. deception, deception. Yes. Mm. I'm glad that you did that. Literally, in my brain, I was thinking, at least towards the end, I was like, Oh, yeah. ask what's your encouragement for men in this situation Please, what's your encouragement yeah. for women but that already that's such a huge encouragement just for people to go ahead dispel the lie like yeah. that that is whatever it is it is a deception from the enemy it is a fantasy it's not real right. it's not rooted mm-hmm. in what's really happening which mm-hmm. is you actually have a marriage God put together right. Amen. That he said no let nobody break this apart right. Right. and so He's crafty. Yeah. Then he's crafty, man. Oh, very so, and, and I know, like, for me, what I've learned, you know, is as moms, a lot of moms pour everything into their kids. Yeah. And, and I was, you know, that's where I was. My kids were my life, still are my life. Mm-hmm. I, my kids are my babies and always will be, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can't neglect your marriage. Yeah. Because, you know, your kids, it's very easy for your kids to – because, you know, it's a lot of work yeah. with your kids. And yeah. he and I would look at him and say, oh, my gosh, he's so needy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've got two kids I'm taking care of. I'm cleaning the house. Yeah. I'm taking care of the dogs. I'm, you know, doing all of these things. And then he comes home and he needs me and he yeah. needs his needs met and all this. And it almost would, like, annoy me. Yeah. And um, and I would think, well, gosh, no one's meeting my needs when mm-hmm. I'm running around doing all these things. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that you have to – there has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, yeah, you can still be a great mom and still take a vacation with your husband, just the two of you. And that Mm. doesn't, it's actually healthy to do stuff like that. And you're not being a bad mom by leaving your kids, you know. It's good. Um, That is really good. There has to be a balance with, with, um, and it's good because our kids now will say, you know, just from seeing what we went through, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, we're going to have a balance in our marriage and when we get married and we're going to, you know, it's okay to have a babysitter, you know, once in a while and yeah. it's okay to go on vacation and, um, and it's important to do yeah. those things. Yeah. It's That's important awesome. to have your marriage strong because I heard, I heard, I think it was a pastor say the best gift you can give your children is a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see how mm-hmm. it trickles right down and they're yeah. already talking about practices they want to have in their marriage right. because of what they've seen from you guys. Right. Well, yeah. how, what more could you ask for? It's right. so nice. Mm. Let us be the encouragement, though. Yeah. So we were not good role models. Yeah. Right? We were not. We uh, thought we were. Yeah. I mean, that was like but our biggest. If they looked at a ma- what a marriage is supposed to be, but God restored us to the point mm. where they, they learned. Now we get to tell them mm. what not to do yes. and how to make it better. Yes. And we've got more knowledge than to say, hey, we've been married you know, 45 years, and uh, this is how you do it. When we really don't know, we've experienced rock bottom. That's what God does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody out there, the, the encouragement is don't give up. Yeah. Don't right. fe- don't let the enemy say you're a failure, yeah. mm-hmm. you're, you're this, you're not a good mom, you're not a good dad when you are. You yeah. mean because it's a gift from God, and just today is the new day. Yeah. Today, turn it around. Repent for everything and turn your life around yeah. toward God and, yeah. and walk in, in the spirit and not in the flesh. In the fl- yes. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Amen. You know, Sal, you asked this question earlier. So I was like, so, okay, how do we get there? Yeah. And you're talking about repentance. And I know Jeannie it's, talked about on the video too, like, yeah. you know, you had this forgiveness. I'm mm. um, when you went through forgiveness and you wanted to spell some more things out. What did that kind of look like? Yeah. So, mm. um, you know, uh, 
the whole forgiveness piece, you know, we think that uh, for, for years I walk, well, as long as I could think it and I could will myself into it, I'm a muscle through mm-hmm. and I'm going to forgive. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it comes back and then yeah. something happens and you're offended. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, th- there's all these, and what it does, it births triggers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're, 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 you get a, a season that you, yeah, you're even reconciliation. And then if you don't, then something will remind you and you go right back. Yes. It's even worse. It's worse. And uh, and a lot of us think that is what forgiveness is. Mm. You know, um, and wow, what God taught me through my brokenness. So going through the divorce separated. Now, Michelle's doing her own thing. There was a solid two, two and a half years where we didn't talk other than co-parenting. Wow. It was yeah. very difficult. Um, and you think, you know, some of us would say, hey, party town, go, go and yeah. have a, a blast. It was everything the opposite. Yeah. So here I was trying to be uh, always seeking God's will and uh, trying to put together and, and maybe there's happiness. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe I, I, uh, I'm at fault to the point where whatever it is, I'll, I'll walk in it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good with whatever. But as long as my kids are good and mm-hmm. I'll pour into them and, you know, but what I'm not going to do is, you know, get, you know, in a drunken stupor and, and, and yeah. waste my life away because yeah. I still have influence. I never divorced my kids. Mm-hmm. I, and, and so, but it was a rough time. But the, the whole forgiveness piece, so God would bring to me things that, you know, um, I did and, and, or didn't do, and the guilt would come in. And then the trigger, well, she did this. Uh, well, yeah. she did that. And, and I was talked to like this. And, you know, I never, you know, and, and, and then I would find happy median, mm-hmm. right? And I could mm-hmm. live with myself. And we can carry that forever. Yeah. That is called unforgiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wow. know, you're not forgiving that people. And you can live with everything yeah. you've done because guess what? You got justification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it weighed on me because as I kept saying, forgive me, Lord, set my heart new. And, and I have a, a twin brother who is amazing. He was my biggest um, counsel. And we we pray together all, all the time all the time and stuff and and he would always lead me back to the mirror that i'm looking in Mm -hmm. and just you know and i would think it was the devil reminding me you hear i'm trying to get ahead and and start anew and and i get all these reminders of you know you know what i did what who i am and and then i would feel guilty and no well she did this and that but so i start writing down one day i'm praying i'm broken i'm like lord I, i gotta get all right I'll write down, I'll start journaling. I journaled everything that I would want in forgiveness to be forgiven for and everything. And it was, this was probably on year two. It took a year for me to, and I, I, I balled it up. Yeah. I typed it and I hit delete and I, and I would set, and I was so fearful of her Uh. because we got to the point where I feared her because, you know, uh, everything that was going on and yeah. and she was angry and didn't want anything to do with me so i would i'd be fearful how she gonna she's not gonna receive this you know this yeah and and um and i didn't want to influence my kids in a negative way uh more than they've already had been mm. and so um we we got to the point where I'm, I'm journaling and one day i just said i'm gonna send it i fired it off and waiting waiting she reciprocated with such a beautiful i heard i heard words and, and so God, this is the thing, and she could fill in where she yeah, was, but yeah. but she said such a poetic response that I, some of the things that I never even 
her her oh, thought yeah. in in 24 prior years of marriage yeah. you know well i was waiting desperately for an apology yeah <laughs> and so when that came it was like a breath of fresh air yeah. and i didn't know that I didn't. I didn't know yeah. that she was waiting. This well, was all I mean, God's. Even though, I, like, I literally wanted. So, dur- him and I went through very different experiences during our separation. Right. My focus, of course, again, was my daughter. She yeah. was still in high school. My son was in college. The thought of dating anybody was not even a thought. Yeah. Everybody would ask me, "When do you start dating?" I have no interest. My focus is Michaela. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, get her through high school. Make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. And during that time, I was going to Elevation at that time, and you know doing my thing she was doing her thing she was singing in the praise and worship team and it was her and I in this Mm -hmm. house Joey was gone Jean was gone so it was very different it was weird yeah I wanted nothing to do with him when he would come pick Michaela up I'd like leave or go hide in a room or something and my focus was myself the Lord Michaela and I got very close with the Lord during that time Mm -hmm. and God spoke to me in a lot of ways during that time Mm -hmm. and I matured a lot in that time also Mm -hmm. I went from you know being a young teenager living with my mom to then getting married at 21 years old. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of maturing to do mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And God taught me a lot during that time frame. But I still felt like, gosh, you know, I never heard, like he never apologized mm-hmm. to me for anything. And I never expected an apology letter. And yeah. when it came, it was like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Like it was just out of left field. And it was such, in that moment, it was like healing just mm-hmm. instantly. Oh, yeah took place you know and um and she responded in a in a way that i never thought i mean she started saying forgive me for x y and z yeah and and i i never heard her in that because god showed me in that time i would always look and think it was all him Mm -hmm. it was him Mm -hmm. you know if and and god showed me during those years during my prayer time and no, you know, you had a big part to play also. Mm. And if you did this, that, yeah. and the other, or, you know, stopped and prayed or instead yeah. of reacted or whatever, things would have been different. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I, we both, I think we both, re- me getting the apology letter from him was very it's therapeutic. Uh-huh. And I think the way I responded, and the way I responded to him was very therapeutic for him yeah. because, and that's only God. maturing us during that time and teaching us you know things that that we want to so how did you send the letter so that's forgiveness part one yeah yeah, i i I sent i I have it was an email and i and i read it was an email it was an email yeah yeah it was email i had it in my notes i I wanted to read it oh yeah uh it it was it was pretty neat it um i left my notes that's okay (laughs) no worries but but anyhow um Glory to God. It wasn't mm. that it was poetic at all. It was just, it was meaningful. And maybe, you know, forgiveness is, is almost a confession a mm-hmm. lot of things to mm-hmm. get real before God and then those that you have offended. Yeah. Um, but that was part one. Uh-huh. So now I'm thinking, all right, well, we broke the ice. We now can talk. And we became friends. I mean, yeah. you know, co-parenting we friends Disney went World to Disney. Together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't. But oh. there was no expectation. Like, I was no, like, was no just... way. I'm, You know, we're uh-huh. friends. I can be friends with him. I don't want to get back together. And, you know, we had it... fun. You know, everything was good. Um, but interesting. I have to throw this in here. My aunt is a solid Christian and a praying woman. And she would always say to me, Michelle, I'm going to pray for you. that Because I was, I finally, it was about two years had passed. And. I was like, okay, my daughter's good. She's going into college now. She's done with high school. 
I can open myself up to start dating again. Maybe this will be the year. Maybe I'll uh-huh. start dating. And so my aunt's like, you know, I feel like you're going to meet somebody in church. You're going to meet a godly man and this and that. And um, she's like, Michelle, I'm praying for you. I'm just praying that you're going to meet a godly man. I said, okay, Aunt Cynthia. And she calls me one day and she was really quiet. She's like, God spoke to me. And I said, what? She said, you already know the man you're going to get married to. And I said, I do? She goes, yeah, it's Gene. I said, what? (laughs) I literally started laughing. I was laughing. I'm like, Aunt Cynthia, no. We are friends. We're co-parenting. We're in a good place. Mm -hmm. She's like, God told me that you and Gene are getting back together. Mm. And I remember just laughing at that time. Not even, and it was a few months before you came to talk to me at Christmas. Yeah, that was. But it was just like God showed her before he showed me, you Mm -hmm. know, but he kind of told you beforehand that we like did. yeah so i so i i was in a place where uh i finally got a little bit of 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 the feeling that you know there's there's a life beyond this mm-hmm. this low point right yeah but you know the thing when you what you do when you forgive somebody and this is really neat this is a part i had no idea that that, that really was eye-awakening you so you you receive and and you give forgiveness you receive but then you don't have that dungeon of excuse anymore, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's all this um, stuff that you now have asked that whoever's offended you ask for forgiveness. It's it's granted, received. Now it's between you and God mm-hmm. uh, because now the mirror shows and and all those things. Those remember the all that I was referring to earlier. You know, you, you didn't love her. You mm-hmm. didn't make her feel secure. You, know, you were this. You you spoke this. You did, and all these things. Now there's no excuse. Yeah. So wow. you become broken. Mm. And you I remember getting to the point where I would I wanted to just throw up physically. Mm. Just at at gosh, I, I just wearing all that. And what do you do? You have to bring it to the cross, mm-hmm. the foot of the cross, and you just dump it and heap it at his foot and feet and say, you know, Lord, forgive me of all that. I it's true. Everything that I've done, I wear and nobody's to blame except me. Wow. There's no more. And there might be wow. justified, you know, but yeah. that's mm-hmm. where you get. Then the healing mm-hmm. and the restoration comes in like a flood. Mm-hmm. And uh, God truly delivers you from so much. Your mind starts thinking differently. You're, you, and you walk in a newness. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage to, to, you know, if you, for anybody and everybody, whatever yeah. forgiveness yeah. lies, if it's family members, kids, bow the knee and ask God to teach you. Mm. how to forgive that is the so way good. he forgave yeah. you know not not the way we think we can forgive yeah. and strong arm it or or, or, yeah. or intellect it. it it won't work mm. i love hearing all because really what your charge is for people is like and you can see it in your story is that it's this house of cards that's just built on if somebody will just break first yes. in humility and that's all that that's, it is yes. and that's it's just yes. such a biblical yes. principle where we think mm-hmm. humble 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 and you yep. think that's a cute thing like mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna let somebody go in front of me at the grocery store like <laughs> aren't i so cute and humble yeah. and it's like no real humility is hard yeah um, and that's why i do love that that is part of your story that it's not uh, because we also I, I, listen i can only say this because i'm a woman i just do feel like it's harder for men to come into a place of like i feel like I can heap stuff on myself all day long. I think I still struggle with pride. Of course, there are issues in my life that I, like, I'm not very humble about. Mm-hmm. But to hear a man be able to say, 
Like I needed to come to a place of humility mm. first. I, it is, it's just, it just touches my heart, honestly, you know, like mm. it's just a beautiful thing. And so that's, that's where you were. Yeah. that And Sally, it's, it's not the man that you're seeing, you know, behind the mic. Mm-hmm. It is the heart in desperation mm. to live my life the way God intended it. Mm. And, um, And that's it. Mm-hmm. Get out of the way and let him do what he wants to do. Mm. Even yeah. that is so mm-hmm. profound because, again, a humility is not something that you you had mentioned. You just muscle through, muscle through, muscle through. Yeah. It is a true and total surrender, mm-hmm. and it's and it is a, it is a result of. I, I, we have come back. To, I mean, this needs to be like the tagline of the podcast or mm-hmm. something. But it it comes back to when your heart recognizes. God as the creator, that there was a way that he intended for us to live and especially a way that he intended for our marriage to be. Humility comes from that. Mm. Like, oh, just bring me back into line with what you yes. had for my mm. marriage because right. I know Amen. it was better than what this is. Yes. Amen. And so that's a that's Amen. a beautiful thing. It's not something you can just muscle or power on your own. And so that could be an encouragement to somebody listening. If you feel like you're like, well, I'm trying to have humility. I'm trying over here. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. isn't even about just trying to have humility. It is a full God I can't do it without you. And total, I, total, I want wow. your way. That's yeah. all right there. Yeah. God, we can't do it without you. Wow. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then all of a sudden, you see each other so differently. Mm-hmm. So differently. Um, it's really neat. So, if I may, just Please. Move, move on a little bit. Um, I'm, we, I'm totally, these stories, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I so, should probably ask more questions or something, but just. Tell me the story. So he, here, here's the imperfection of the flesh, or mm-hmm. me, um, uh, specifically. So now mm-hmm. I'm feeling like healing and a little bit better, and so I'm, um, you know, I can start dating maybe. You know, you know, this is now we're talking, we're friends, we're co, yeah. you know, that's good. And never, ever, ever thought reconciliation. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, get on a couple websites through. Um, you know, friends encouraging, um, and, and 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 so I found myself. I love that you're laughing. Right I, I find myself oh, in a in a relationship, mm-hmm. and um, and things going quite well, mm-hmm. and and very compatible, and connecting connecting well, and and all that, and uh, and so th- and this was like um, you know almost six months into, and and we're we're. You know, talking and and um, I'm you know, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna dating. be can be nosy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So did you know? Did you know that he was dating at the time? Or was this I not? did. Okay. I did. She kind of figured what we didn't. Because he yeah. came to hang curtains uh-huh. and his phone rang and this girl's picture popped up with her name and I was like, oh, he's dating. How did you feel? <laughs> I, I didn't care. We're truly, I had, uh, like, no, we were. We're, I we were truly. Yeah, yeah. Had, that's where I, we were. This is how I know it's a miracle. I had nothing for like it was. That is so interesting. We were in a good place. We were friends. Co-parenting friends. We, we forgave each other. Yeah. I was ready, like, finally, after two and a half years, like, okay, maybe I'll meet a nice godly yeah. man. And, you know, and I was ready. And, um, and so, yes, I felt there was Sorry, nothing I had to be known. So, yes, I That's did. Not care. I, yes, yeah. I knew and I didn't care. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but pushing through and trying to move on, mm-hmm. um, I, I uh, in, in the quiet of the night, the dreams that I would have. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. and the things that would come to me all pointed to her and I'm like no no we're, we're good this in 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 yeah. and pursuing and the last thing I wanted to ever do is hurt somebody else that I'm getting mm-hmm. close to I mean that's awful 
in that um, respect. And, and I'm like, no, I, I'm that's crazy. Uh, but it, and, and I just couldn't, I couldn't move on. And um, so fast forwarding, um, I wanted uh, to introduce this friend of mine to my kids. And they told me, um, Dad, that, that's fine. We were happy for you. Uh, but in order to do so, we want you to tell mom. Yeah. Officially, because we don't want to be, they want to be, be like, felt like they're hiding something. Right. I, I go, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. So now that was, that, that, that was going to take a sit down and discussion of which I, again, feared the most. I, I'm like, <laughs> all right, so, you know, here I am. Well, I'll do it. No, no, I can't. I can't, you know, maybe I'll write her letter. No, I can't do that again. You know, so. How mature and healthy are your kids, by the way? That's amazing they that they're like, kids. we'll do this. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, they're like, amazing. amazing. Yeah, we love, we love, you know, yeah, healthy they, kings and queens who yeah. have boundaries. They're wonderful. We love it. And you know what's the, the, the most amazing part through this all, through this whole entire craziness that he and I went through? Our kids were, are closer to the Lord than it's ever yeah. and yeah. held on to God through through the whole thing. Yeah. Because you hear stories where, like, people get divorced and their kids go crazy. Yes. And, you know. That like, in and of itself. Yeah, like, Amir, yeah. oh, our parents are that hypocrites. Itself, they taught right. us our whole that's life right. to be good Christians and yes. stay married, but yet they get a divorce. And they, God had his hands on their wives through the whole thing. And that Again, sure we can't, is we a sure huge did. blessing. And, and we yeah. can't take responsibility for that. I mean, that is totally God. So, yeah. again. Well, and I say, and I, the beauty is, it is God. And also obedience. Like they got to see a picture. We, we've talked about this recently. I think the most damaging thing that we can do for our kids is to tell them about God, tell them about God, tell them about God, send them to the things, send them to the VBS and the Christian schools where everybody's telling them about God, but nobody's is. showing them right. that it's, no, we actually live like this. It's mm-hmm. that there's such a separation between what mm-hmm. they learn about restoration and God and Jesus mm-hmm. at school. It's like, but why don't my my parents talk about this, but they don't do this. Right. They got to see a picture. I mean, even in just the snippet of your story that I see, mm-hmm. they got to see humility. They mm-hmm. got to see forgiveness. They got mm-hmm. to see actual attributes of God at work in their life. They got to see a picture of Jesus. So yeah. It, yeah. it's just you guys live that out so beautifully in front of them. How, you know, I want to say, how could they not? You know, <laughs> follow Jesus. Look yeah. what they've had been able to witness. So anyway, it is God. It is always the power of God. Yes. But People have to be obedient and walk in that. And you guys, I mean, you've, you've done that so beautifully. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just had to interject yeah. that. It's, it's very sweet <laughs> and very beautiful to hear. Yeah. And very, like, life-giving and I hope hopeful for people um, yes. as they're listening to this, too. Yes. So, yeah. Sorry. Well, I no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, if you don't mind. Uh, well, Gene, and don't forget your point. Please no, don't. No, I'm, I'm excited. You. Oh, you're excited. <laughs> okay, because yeah, I know you're yeah. excited to share because you guys have um, – <laughs> there's been so much – of God's goodness displayed mm-hmm. in your story and your miracle. Yeah. And um, even, I mean, I love even just how you handle things differently today. Mm-hmm. Like even just something you shared the other day, something simple, but yet it's so profound. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How it uh, changed your marriage. And so it just reminds me too, I talked about this a little bit ago, but Michelle, I want to uh, read something that you wrote in your uh, question before you guys got married again, okay. but also too what the three of us had yeah. talked about. And um and it just, I just thought it was so cool because this is so huge for relationships in general, but also for, for marriage. And um, I think the question went along something like, what do you feel like God has taught you? One or two things that God has taught you while you were separated and divorced. And, um, and it has to do with finding your happiness in Jesus alone. Oh, yes. um, and I know the person yes, which you yes. responded. And what you said is, uh, um, you said, well, 
I learned that my relationship with the Lord is the most important. Yes. I had three years to be by myself. I went from living at home to marrying Gina at 21 and living with him. This was the first time I was ever alone. Michaela lived with me, but alone as far as not depending on another adult. And then you said, in those three years of separation divorce, I learned to depend, hope, and believe in the promises of God. Yes. I learned 100%. to be content with my life and to be still. God tells us to be still and know that he is God. Mm-hmm. Being alone taught me to be still, wait on him, and to trust in him and his plans. Again, going back to that humility thing and remembering God's way. That's just so awesome. Then you said, I learned that I cannot expect another human to meet all of my needs. Mm, yep. And my peace and my happiness happiness, excuse me, does not come from another. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's so amazing again yes. for for relationships, for marriages, and yes. just in general, because yeah. finding our satisfaction in Christ alone oh. is key. I think it was Heath Lambert who said in his book, When people are big and God is small, uh, when we um, love God more, it, it frees us up to need people less. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we are able to find our satisfaction in Christ yes. alone. And the offenses and all mm-hmm. of those things yeah. become less. And we're able to love people more. So yes. you guys learned that mm-hmm. when you were separated and divorced. So you oh, want to yeah. share mm-hmm. that a little bit more. And then now look where you are today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I remember during that time, like I said, it was the first time that I was alone. And, mm-hmm. um, and I would spend more time with the Lord than I think I ever did before. Wow. Like mm. I would go sit by myself when Michaela would be at school and, you know, and, and, and read and journal and just sit silently and, mm-hmm. and be still and wait for the Lord to speak to me. And then I'd write down what I felt like he was telling me. And, um, and now I can go back in my journals and look and go, Oh my gosh, you mm. know, wow. his promises are true. His mm-hmm. promises are real. Mm-hmm. And if we continue to follow in his way and seek what he wants for our life, even though, our reconciliation wasn't even a thought at that time. God was still steering me through my quiet time, yeah. him yeah. through his quiet time, <laughs> back to each other. Good and Lord. interestingly, you know, how marriage is a covenant and everything, even though he, Gene and I were divorced, I always still felt married. It was so wow. weird. Mm. Like, And I remember when we were younger learning about, like, soul ties, uh-huh. that when you're with... Yeah. your husband mm-hmm. and your wife that's there's like a soul tie yeah. and mm-hmm. like it like even though we weren't together I would still feel like he's my husband yeah like yeah. it's so weird but um that's amazing but yeah but God just like I I think it's so important I encourage everybody listening out there to be still before the Lord it mm-hmm. is so important because a lot of times when we're praying we're just rambling and you know be quiet mm. let God speak to you that's so mm. good write it down in a journal and even if you think was this God or is it really just my subconscious? Yeah. Write it down mm-hmm. because a lot of times it is God speaking to mm-hmm. you and he's just speaking through our spirits. Uh-huh. And then you can go back and read it and say, wow, he was really talking to me oh, during that time. I love that. Or lead you to, I mean, there were times, I know this might sound like weird to people, but there were times I would specifically say, Lord, please speak about trust. Let's say, for example, uh-huh. please just in your word, give me something about trust or give me something about forgiveness. And I would just like pray about it. And, you know, I'd go to open up the Bible and I kid you not, there would be a verse, oh, bam, bam, yes. bam, 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 mm-hmm. on yeah. forgiveness or on trust. Like yeah. it was like God literally just turned those pages, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'd write everything down. And um, and that's really, really, really important to spend that time with the Lord yeah. and, wow. and, and, you know, to go in his word and read but also to be still and be quiet and wait Amen. for him. That's so good. Yeah. Amen. That, that speaks to me right now and encourages mm. me a lot. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. How could you not love her? That's <laughs> 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 amazing. Awesome. All right, you, uh, sure. I got the tissues. We're good. Good. You know, you know, for me, guys, it and, and it just it just uh, goes exactly what Michelle is saying about being still, Lord, in your quiet time. You know, I I have changed my whole need, want, help to my first prayer life should be to acknowledge how holy he is mm-hmm. yes. and how big and how great and who cares who I am. I got yeah. problems, so what? Yeah, I've got issues. We're not without issue, uh-huh. right? But our God, and we can give him reverence mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. still before the Lord and, and, and wait on him. Um, you, he knows our need. Yeah. Um, so when we, when we approach the throne in that respect, um, I don't want to say, well, you don't have to do anything. Not I mean, yet. you need to live and make a conscious decision mm-hmm. to live in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And because the war with the flesh is the war with the flesh. But yeah. uh, uh, that's where we need to start. Yes. And uh, let God be God. Yeah. Yes. And when God is our when when God is our first love and we truly have a relationship with Jesus, you don't sweat the little things as yeah. much. Amen. You don't yeah. let those yes. little things get to you because yeah. there's a bigger picture. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, it's huge. following the cross. <laughs> yeah. And, and and that's where I see us now. I think I wrote that in one of my things. Like, it's me mm-hmm. and him now, hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cross is our focal point. Amen. You know? Yeah. And, and, and don't think we haven't been frustrated. Yeah. All this, oh, yeah. You know, oh, just no, like, we no, have. Which is like I, we told you the other day. Yes. Like, we're moving yeah. now. Or we're oh. moving. So, you know, it was like the honeymoon phase. The yeah. I found so, out I'm too old to move. Yeah. So, <laughs> we were moving, and I'm having him do little projects in yeah. the house. Yeah. And I Twice realized for the health of our marriage, I can't have him do <laughs> projects in the house of our anymore. Marriage. But we communicate. <laughs> and yes, we, you and we, That's yes. what I love about we, it. That's yes. what I'm saying. You guys, you're handling it differently. We're handling than you it differently. And we laugh yes. about it. Yes. Yes. arguing is, about it. We're like, okay. Yes. That's Maybe hilarious. you should hang up that channel. I'm just. Get somebody else to do it. I'm good at fixing things, but just not that good at fixing things. So, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm like on the edge of my seat. This is like, you know, the best rom-com I've ever seen, basically. Um, but so your kids had said. Uh, so, so so here oh, yeah. we go. Yeah. So uh, picking up. All right. <laughs> they wanted me or wanted me to introduce her through. To, 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 they wanted me to know they wanted her. Yes. Right, exactly. So um, struggling there. I didn't know, you know. And, oh, we know it. And so, <laughs> Women are the best this, investigators. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Christmas, I guess it was 2020, Christmas 2020, right? Yeah. So um, COVID hit. Um, uh, Joey got it. It postponed our – she invited me to co uh, have Christmas that that year with uh, – for the first time mm-hmm. with her parent uh, – her mom and her mom's boyfriend – and uh, I was husband, husband sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apologies, Timothy. <sorry. laughs> and, and so um, uh, and so I was really excited, but we were going to wait till the 28th mm-hmm. um, to do that. Uh, and and so we had that on schedule. Um, my birthday is on the 30th. Uh-huh. OK, so I had plans to golf nine holes with my daughter mm-hmm. um, and spend the day with her. And and so leading up to that. Uh, the struggle of, of, you know, making sure the kids have a great Christmas, um, you know, um, being with this friend that mm-hmm. was developing a relationship and all that is just too much. It mm-hmm. came to the point where I was very stressed, more anxious than I was 
uh, thankful yeah. of the Christmas season. Yeah. So we get we get through that. And um, now I was planning on telling Michelle about my uh, my friend uh, the, this relationship before Christmas. So yeah. We could, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So the twenty eighth, I go and um, I have a wonderful time. The family. It was just it was her, to, uh, uh, me. My all my kids and their significant. Other, it was all couples and mm-hmm. my and my my in laws or to be or now my in laws <laughs> or my former and now former <laughs> and to be. Uh, and, and so and it was so perfect. Aww. I enjoyed it so much and all night long, I'm looking at her. She was radiant and everything, <laughs> I really everything I that I would look at her and I'm like, she's beautiful. She's everything. <laughs> That I want, and here I am contemplating, trying to tell her that you know, working mm. that, that I'm moving on. I've got a, a person in my life that I care about, and moving on, and everything pointed to her. I'm like, no, what is going on? So we get through a beautiful night, mm. and I sit and I get back home, and I'm there 45 minutes, about 11 o'clock at night, and I break down. I just start weeping for mm. God, and I just say, Lord, I don't know. I'm in a relationship. But I'm getting these feelings. I got this pressure. I'm so stressed. Out. I can't. I can't do it. I remember saying, "Lord, I don't know what to do. I can't do it." But if you make a way, I'll walk in it. <laughs> but you have to do it. Yeah. You have to, you know, hurt, heal, hurt, do that. You do, do yeah. and, and 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 like you do, and I'll walk through it. But I want. At the end of the day, I said it. I said, "I want my family back." Mm-hmm. That I know. Mm-hmm. So the next, so 29th. Uh, the 30th comes up, we're going golfing. And now I'm struggling. I didn't sleep that night. I'm tossing and turning all this stuff. And and I'm, I'm vividly saying reconciliation. It's louder than it ever had wow. been. Mm. Right? Now, granted, Michelle has no idea. Right. That night, the 28th, we were friends. We, we had a great time. Yeah. No clue. Or at least I didn't. Yeah. I thought. she. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, how is she even going to take this? Yeah. What, 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 how do I even approach that subject? Mm. Um, so I get with my baby girl, McKay, my daughter. And I'm like, get in the car. And I'm wound up for, for <laughs> two days of contemplating, sleepless. Yeah. We're going to go golfing. This is uh, this is the 29th. I'm sorry, the day before huh. my birthday. And uh, so the next day, I pick her up. And she looked at me immediately. Dad, what's wrong? I go, I don't know. You got, and I just, it, I don't know what. I wish I would record it because it must have been a thousand <laughs> words a minute. Because I said... I got to tell mom. I'm going to tell her tonight. I'm going to back for it. But but I think right, reconciliation is what God wants for us. I think we need to get back together. But I don't know. And and after the the smoke settles, she's looking at me with wise eyes, and she goes, "Dad, I think you've lost it. <laughs> and and let's just go play golf." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right." But I got to tell mom today. She goes, "Are you sure you want to tell her all this before your birthday? I mean, tomorrow's your birthday. Don't you enjoy it?" I go. I, I don't know how I can't yeah. anymore. I can't contain this. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to her right after we're done. When I drop you off, she goes, Dad, you make sure I'm out of that house. I'm going to go to the gym. I don't want to be part of this conversation. So long. we had a great day. And and during that golf game, I was so – that this is the enemy coming in. Yeah, you don't need to tell her today. You don't need to yeah, – and, and there, I was up and down. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to do it. But when we dropped off, I dropped her off. She looked at me. I looked at her. I'm doing it. I'm going in. I'm doing it. And I was fearful, everything mm-hmm. you could imagine. So I walked in. She was in the bathroom. Michaela's there. And I said, oh, Michelle, you got a minute to talk? She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, hold on. And uh, she walks out. Michaela's like, 
Well, not... because the the thing was because it was very awkward. You know, we were a married couple for yeah. so long, and when he'd come over to like visit or do something in the house, because he'd help me fix things sometimes. The rule was Michaela had to stay in the room, so it wasn't awkward between right. us. Right. So when he said, Michelle, can I talk to you? I looked at Michaela and said, stay here. And she looked at me, she goes. And she goes, and, and, and I'm like, where? She where, left. Where is she going? And I'm like, okay, this must be important. Yeah. It's easily, like, yep. something's going on uh-huh. here. And um, so go ahead. So, so, so I sit down, and, and how do you break the ice? I mean, you go right to it, right? And so I said, um, well, how are you? She goes, I'm good. I'm doing great. Um, she had some medical stuff done. She's behind and healed. And, you know, everybody's encouraging her. Even the kids supposedly mm-hmm. were encouraging her. Mom, you got to move on, get a mm-hmm. dating, maybe go on an app or whatever, you know. That, and, and I'm really going to do it now. Michaela's doing well. I'm, I'm ready to move on. And, and I might even start dating soon, this, that, and the other. And I'm, I'm like, well, dating, that's a great segment. Yeah. I need <laughs> to speak to you about Here's that. my end. Right? Okay. And I said, I said, Michelle. I know a guy. I go, I go Michelle. I know a guy. I'm seeing somebody mm-hmm. and um, I had the kids. I want her to meet, um, you know, the kids and, and out of respect for you and the kids and uh, you need to know, you mm-hmm. know, and and uh, she was she played off. Yeah, I kind of knew it. Yeah. I saw it. She told me this, the, the phone thing she shared yeah. earlier. I go, yeah. And, and and I said, well, how does that make you feel? And not knowing anything, you know, I, she her face cracked and she started crying. Mm. And um, I was like, well, what's going on? She goes, and she's crying. And I don't know if you want to share it uh, or you want me to tell it. But no, go ahead. Yeah. So so she said to me, she goes, I don't know why we're moving on. You're moving on. I'm, I'm good with that. You, But it hurts me to think of you with somebody else. Mm. And I said, well, wait, that's a great other segue yeah. because there's so much more yeah. because what God's telling me. And then I just I said, Michelle, it's you and I. You obviously are set, softened your heart to the point where I could bring up this other thing that's on my heart. What about reconciliation? God has been speaking. I, I don't know how, what, why, yeah. but I know God has been speaking. And then five hours later. Oh, my gosh. Five hours later, crying. Talking, we prayed, prayed everything, just everything. Laid what? And it, what was it so was amazing. crazy about it is, it was literally like God was in the house in that very moment mm. because we had some hard conversation with some yeah, difficult things, we had and some we some hard conversations. It was and light. just I don't know how to describe the feeling, but it was almost like a weight lifted mm. off, and For forgiveness too. instantly mm. poured in. Where I didn't have, like, I, I can be honest and say, I was struggling with forgiveness mm-hmm. with him for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I really was. And but, it was just like a pouring of oh just peace. And like, I just forget, like, at that And we, it, exci- we were excited. We were actually yeah. started talking about our future mm-hmm. and what the second chapter could be and would be if we, and, and at the end of the night, I remember saying, well, you know, we prayed and everything. I said, well, this decision is ours. I mean, what do we want to do? I know what I want to do. And I told her, I want to walk the rest of my days with you. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 oh and yeah, God. there's all kinds of stuff, but I'm going to look forward and that backward. And, and she goes, me too. I go, well, then I guess we're dating. <laughs> and she goes, oh. And, and then right it. after that, I remember saying, then that's my when aunt, aunt that's how right. we, like my yeah. aunt, who's like this praying woman and said, 
Gene's going to be the person yeah. that I would that I laughed about, and that's what happened. Yeah, but there was no plan. There was no no agenda. I mean, God mm. showed up. We we're both moving on. Yeah. It, it's a miracle. It's truly it's, a heart it's, change. It, it it's literally. It's God. a literal Christmas miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it was a Christmas, yeah. so was like a Christmas, Christmas miracle, miracle of coming to yeah. a Hallmark yeah. Channel yes. this Christmas. <laughs> yes. oh my I gosh. feel like there's this puzzle and there were some pieces missing and mm-hmm. disheveled and God just started moving those pieces back Beautiful. to where they needed to be. Mm. And now the puzzle's complete again. And, and then we got you know, to hear your story of you guys got married, got remarried. Got I mean, remarried. It was the most Vernon, beautiful. It was Vernon did the it ceremony. Was it was wonderful. Sally, everybody, y'all, everybody, listen. I'm telling you, it was such a beautiful wedding. It really was. The scenery, everything. It was clearly that God did it. Even the, oh when I thought about the mountains in the background, thinking about seeing the mountains, like God created oh, that, yeah. and yeah. how you know how powerful He is. And I'm thinking the very God who created these mountains, the same God that brought Gene and mm, Michelle back yeah. together, yeah. and their children are there. Yeah. You know, leading worship. At yeah. their wedding, mm-hmm. like it yeah. was powerful. It was mm-hmm. full restoration, just redeemed what you know the enemy meant for evil. Yes. God used for good, for good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was impossible with man was possible with God. It Amen. was so clear. It was written yes. all over it. Yes. I'll never forget your aunt at the wedding. She was like, "Yeah, I told." Uh, she's you to the print. <laughs> she was like, "She was like, I told Michelle." He was going. She was just beaming with a smile. Your mom smiles all the time. She was smiling yeah. so much, and she just. You know, just being with pride and in a good way, just with a big smile of like, wow, this is the work of God. Mm -hmm. And to see that to come to fruition. I love your story, y'all's story too. And everything that the Lord was speaking to you, Mm -hmm. it all lined up with God's word. That's how you knew it was the Lord because what he was speaking to you in your prayer time, it lined up with his word. Mm -hmm. So you knew it was clearly him. And I'll never forget, Gene, the day you came. It was after the service. He said, hey, Bern, I need to connect with you. I need to talk with you real quick. I was like, okay, cool. It was just me and you with the auditorium. We just sat (laughs) down. And you said, hey, me and Michelle are getting back together. Oh I was like, God. what? <laughs> like, Michelle, like, you know, the, you know, the, the mom. Was like, I was like, I just, in silence, I had to sit in silence. We've talked about this before. That's how I respond to things sometimes. I just had to sit in silence because I'm in awe of God. You don't know what to right, say. Right. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. She was like, and you're yeah. like, how? I go, yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. I, know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, we, I think we talked for like an hour, but mm-hmm. I was just blown away by the faithfulness of God. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, so anyways, I just for this to be, it's just it has God written all over it. We praise God for it, the wedding, um, your children, uh, all of it. I tell you, it's just phenomenal. The, the Lord's work. Truly. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I would also encourage um, people listening that when you hear somebody going through something like this, it's real easy to just like give up and go, oh, another lost Christian mm-hmm. couple, mm-hmm. Hit, you know, bites the dust, whatever. There were people that came out afterwards, friends of ours, that said, you know, we didn't say anything, but we've been praying for Never stopped praying. Never stopped praying for us. Never stopped believing. Mm -hmm. And just believing that God's promises were going to remain and that he was going to do something and that we were going to reconcile. And we never knew that, but they were behind the scenes praying for us. So the the power of prayer is so Mm. important. Mm. I feel like that is going to be a theme throughout this whole thing is not only your story to encourage people, um, first of all, displays the power and the glory of God. Yes. Shows people what God can do. Um, it gives people who are maybe in your situation hope, next steps, things like that. It also encourages the church to be the church. That yes. we ha- we do have a part in people's miracles because we, we carry the, the Spirit of God. Yeah, absolutely. We play a part in that, whether it's yes. physically mm-hmm. doing something. Prayer is 
the utmost of yeah. something we can do to take someone yes. to take your marriage before God and to plead on your behalf mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you guys are in a lot of chaos and confusion mm-hmm. it's thing you can't see things as clearly right. but to be on the outside like we have the vision we have the gift of mm-hmm. having yes. an outside perspective and we can pray on your behalf like that is that is so good like mm-hmm. a, a miracle lots of little things go into a big miracle mm-hmm. and that's right. we we can really take part in that yeah. so I, I love that encouragement for people mm-hmm. um that even if this is not your story some of it we're touched all the time by the hard situations mm-hmm. broken relationships yes. or marriages we could probably reach our hand out and touch somebody in our life that's oh, going yeah. through something like that and to know that we have a responsibility to be a part of their miracle is mm-hmm. huge. And Amen. so um, I, I love that encouragement. Yeah. I want to ask, because um, one thing I do want to touch on, and this is just a reality, not everyone's marriage has been restored. Not mm. everyone's marriage will be. Right. Um, God is sovereign. God is mm. good in all of his ways and everything that he does. And um, But I still, so I at least want to acknowledge that for people who are Mm. listening and who are like, but God didn't do that for me. That that doesn't mean he he loves you less. It doesn't mean um, that you're you're less favored or anything like that. Um, And so I want to at least acknowledge that, hold a little bit of space, you know, for people who are feeling that, that, Mm. um, you know, it's okay to, it's also okay to listen to a story and be like, man, I I wish that had happened for me. I Mm. wish, you know, anyway, I, I don't know why I felt the need to say that. However, for people who are in the place where you guys either were at at any given point when you were in the the uh, the tiffing, you know, the three years that you said were just mm-hmm. kind of excruciating. If you're in that stage, or even before that, because you know, yeah, and, the three years it was it, it was built up, on, right. yeah. Right. And so whatever it is, if you find yourself tiffing and everything's fine at church, but at home things don't feel like they should, or you know, you're now at each other's throats, or you're in the separation or the divorce phase, like. What I'd like to know just individually for women, for men, what is your biggest takeaway or like biggest piece of encouragement that you could that you could give? Um, I would say the biggest piece of encouragement would be don't let yourself get to the point where. Um, I would say take a step back mm-hmm. during, let's say, an argument um, mm-hmm. and ask yourself, is this worth it? Is it mm. worth where this is going? Because I know if I say this, it's going to go south. That's so if good. I yeah. do this, it's going to go south. Step really back, good. communicate, mm-hmm. and don't let yourself get to the point where you're bickering and you're doing the tit for tat because that's, mm-hmm. you know, you we're, we're trying to communicate so differently now that we're back together than we did before. Mm-hmm. Um, life is too short. Mm-hmm. And God, you know, when we do come together and commit our lives to each other that is that's a union before god yeah. and mm. it's worth fighting for and mm. it's worth um speaking sweetly to each other and praying together and and that's the thing that i feel like we lacked so much yeah. of during the last few years is the praying together like oh, yeah. it's There's so important none. for couples to pray together yeah. and to daily ask god you know to to help them communicate and help them to um to be the way he wants them to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. That's so good. I mean, yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah. What I love yeah. is, and you said this, like yeah. all the things that you guys bring up, that's what is so, um, you know, when we 
don't really want to be in the word or whatever it is. Like all the things that you're saying are biblical principles. Mm, yeah. And it's like, if we could be so rooted in the word, God will bring to our minds those times where mm. like, we're in an argument and it's like slow to speak. Yes. Don't just say yes. whatever comes to your mm. brain. Be slow to speak. Yes. Mm. And you said tit for tat. That's eye for an eye. We and don't I, do that. Right. You know, like all these biblical principles exactly. that, you know, wow. if we could be so rooted yes. in God's word, a lot of those things would come to our mind. I Sometimes I... Sometimes I have found myself in a place where I don't even want to be in the word because I don't want that accountability. I don't want that. I want to be able to say what I want to say and not have that in the back of my mind or, you know, the conviction, really. But truly, if we are, if it is worth fighting for, if it is a commitment, a vow that we have made to each Mm -hmm. other before God, Mm -hmm. it is worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. And a way that you can fight is prayer rooted in the word so that in those moments, the Holy Spirit is reminding you of the word and saying, Let's not do that. Exactly. Let's slow down. You know, all that kind of stuff. I yeah. love Amen. I love that, yeah. Michelle. Yeah. What about you, Jean, for, for men? Hmm. Well, first I would say if you're in the heat of battle, don't assume um, that you know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. That her response or action, that you have the reason why. Mm-hmm. And, and not communicate and get behind or the origin of that. Yeah. Um, there were years where... You know, I built her up to be a monster wow. in my head because of, and, and and I look now and so much of it was because, you know, I assumed it was coming from this place or wow. that or that, yeah. and and I I didn't communicate. I communicated one way. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I had the both sides in my head. Yeah. And of course, if you do that, guess whose side is going to win? Yeah. Your side mm-hmm. and your justification. Yeah. And then a lot of my bitterness, especially when we got further along yeah. became of my own doing because just didn't communicate effectively and ask her and find out what makes her tick. Didn't care. Mm. And, and so don't draw conclusions one-sided. Yeah. Um, and make a decision to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh mm. yes, that's on a huge. daily basis. Mm. And it starts off with, you know, um, I go to the gym in the morning but I open my Bible first mm-hmm. because if I'm going to feed my mm. muscles and my flesh, I got to feed the spiritual man. And it's a decision. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's walking mm-hmm. in the spirit because we know in Galatians what it says, the spirit, the fruits of the spirit versus the fruits of the flesh. Um, can I read something? Um, yeah, from please. That, that please. Really, mm. and so Tony Evans, um, not stealing anything from him. Uh, this is a commentary. Tony Evans is one of my mm-hmm. longtime, um, you know, spiritual mentors. Mm. And he says in, in, in Romans 8, 4, uh, where he s- speaks about walking and according to the spirit, not the flesh. He says it like this. He says, for the spirit, spirit's law to apply, we must not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. The word walk refers to our entire way of life. And it has three concepts embedded in it. First, it implies a destination. You must point your life toward the will and glory of God. That's kind of Mm -hmm. Mm self-explanatory because everything needs to be, he needs to be the focus. Your jobs, your work, your marriage, your kids, all the struggles, give it to him and and seek his counsel. Second, it implies dependence. Mm-hmm. When you walk, you place one foot in front of the other. 
putting all your weight on that foot for that step. You must rest all the weight of your soul on God's power, not your own. Third, so that just simply says it's not by you. You, you mm-hmm. need to depend on him. Yeah. When you put your foot, yeah. you're not saying, well, well, I mean, some of us in elderly years need a cane, but <laughs> mostly yeah. you're not, you know, you, you put that foot down, you're mm-hmm. not even thinking about mm-hmm. it. It's total dependence, you know, and that's how it struck me. Uh, third, walking implies dedication. You must continually take one step. You can't give up. One step perpetually calling on God to do in you what you could never do mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. If we have a problem with our walk, the problem is not in our feet. It's in our minds. Wow. If we have our minds set on the things of the flesh, we will live according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Conversely, if we set our minds on the things of the Spirit, we will live according to the Spirit. Yeah. So Lastly, good. if our no, almost done. If our <laughs> minds, um, our minds are set on the wrong things, our feet will automatically go the wrong way. Mm. Setting your mind is like choosing a television station. You can watch Channel Five or Channel Eight, but you can't do them both. Wow. Uh oh. Right. You have yeah. two different channels: one that leads to death, and one that leads to life. In peace. God says, choose life. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that, Dean. I think that's yeah. perfect. That, that gives people, honestly, next steps, you know, and that's yeah. that's kind of the hope um, for these episodes, that you hear a story, that you not just find hope in the power of God. Like, okay, I, I'm seeing the bigness of God, that mm-hmm. he created the mountains mm-hmm. and also cared so much about mm-hmm. your personal life and story that he knit your marriage back together. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Um, but that also, like, okay, if I'm stuck in that place, where do I go? And I love that that's a challenge to yeah, walk in the spirit. And when is. people are like, how do I walk in the spirit? You fix your mind on oh, the spirit deep. things, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, guys, thank you so much for, I mean, just from beginning to end, for sharing your story on video, mm-hmm. for joining us that night for the House of Miracles oh, dinner was and awesome. sharing. Thank it was you. beautiful. It was such and a blessing and privilege. For yes. being here. This has been um, just the sweetest thing. I mean, truly, that was like, Listening to you tell the story was literally like watching a movie. Like, okay, what's happening next? It was beautiful. Thank you for your vulnerability. I pray um, that your, um, like, God continues to work out your story. And like most miracles, like, there's still things that will probably take time and yeah. still things sure. that you probably are processing through. Um, so I pray for you guys, for your family, that you continue in that way. And also for anyone listening, um, that you just feel. Um, wrapped up by the love of God that mm-hmm. he is that big and also that personal in your life yeah. um, and that he yeah. is able um, yes. when especially when the, I mean the Lord will do some things sometimes you're like wow I didn't expect that yes. and I wasn't really exactly. following you yeah. so wow thank you yes. for doing that yeah. but what he can do with what like, willing hearts mm. that are submitted to him Amen. and that say okay oh, your yeah. way really is better yes and I want to walk in the way that you created mm. um he can do anything yes. with that Amen. kind of submission. It's yep. a beautiful thing. So thank you again. Thank, thank you. And uh, thank we'll you see you around New River. Oh, and join us next week um, for another episode of the Overflow, uh, the House of Miracles edition. <laughs> All right. Amen. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. God bless you all. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this House of Miracles conversation. This series is happening all summer and we're sharing stories of the miracle working power of God from people right here within our New River family. If you have a story of a miracle that God has worked in your life, we wanna hear it. Go to newriver.church forward slash stories to submit yours today. We love you, New River. We'll talk to you next week on the Overflow Podcast.